Hello, and welcome to the Soul Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Doyle, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to talk to you about crop failures in gardening and all the lessons it has taught me. Sometimes you plant things and they just do not make it. Sometimes those things you plant are really exciting to you and you're really disappointed when they don't make it. I have quite a few examples of this because as any gardener knows, when you plant something, it's a gamble. It may not work out the exact way you thought. So today I was examining my tulips. It is spring here in the Northern Hemisphere. I'm feeling really excited for this season. And in my raised garden beds, I plant a lot of tulips. I plant a lot of specialty, double, fancy tulips. Not your average tulips, but like really cool ones. And they really open up the season for me. They make me feel really excited. And I plant them in these raised beds because I have more control and I can plant them really close together. And I can harvest them for cut flower production, meaning like to use them in arrangements or to put them in bouquets. And when I do that, I pull the entire bulb out of the garden and remove the lower leaves, and then it gives you a longer stem to work with. Because tulips don't reliably naturalize like daffodils do, they are usually used as a one-season flower, and those bulbs can be composted or returned back to the earth, and it is a cycle that begins again. So in this bed that I have all these daffodils, I'm sorry, tulips in, I picked about 500 tulips last year that I wanted to grow. Now, mind you, This is an insane amount of tulips for a person, just one person, Um, but I love to share my flowers with my neighbors, with my family, with my friends, and to bring them inside all season long and to enjoy them in my home. This is my hobby. This is my passion. This makes me really happy. And so judge me all you want. 500 tulips is a lot, but it brings such a light to my life. So in these beds, I planted them close like little eggs in cartons, and that's just how you do it when you're using them for one season. And I've noticed that this one whole bed had really bad results. Like nothing is coming up. A few have come up and they've been like really kind of like gooey and gross. And I've never really seen this before. I've never had this happen. And I'm disappointed, of course. I'm sad about it. But I realized that this has nothing to do with me and that this is just a lesson I'm learning. It could just be those bulbs were not really viable or maybe, you know, they rotted in the ground, which seems unusual. But hey, I'm not ruling out anything. It could be that they have a blight, they have a disease, something like that. In previous years, when something like this would happen, where something didn't germinate or a dahlia tuber or something just didn't come up, or even in my landscape this year, a lot of my bulbs, my um, my tulips that I planted for beauty in the landscape have been eaten by a family of squirrels that lived in a tree above my pool. They're so cute, though. Like, I there's three of them and they just remind me of George, Teddy, and Winston and it just makes my heart so happy. So I try to like, okay, I'm not mad at you, but like, can you please stop eating the bulbs? You know, (laughs) Um, it's all part of the nature tax. But in previous years, when things like this would happen, I would be so devastated because I was putting so much energy, so much effort into this. And it was like my only thing. It was like, God, like, this is the only thing making me happy right now. Like, please don't get messed up. And putting a lot of reliance on a hobby like this is fine. You know, we all do it. We all have like that one bright spot in our lives where we're like, please nothing go wrong. But like, isn't that just the law of the universe that in that one area where you're like desperate for nothing to go wrong, something might go wrong. And it's easy to understand where we have that capacity when that one thing you're counting on not going wrong goes wrong. 
like all bets are off. You're like, F this, this is the end of it. Like, I'm so frustrated, you know, and a lot of people throw in the towel at that point. And I'm really happy to say that though I have had some garden disasters, some things that just don't work out, I haven't thrown in the towel because it's like the ultimate lesson for me in patience, in surrender, in, here's that word again, surrender. I still haven't come up with something better. So when I do, you'll be the first to know. But it's that ultimate lesson in just like letting it work out. If there's a problem that I can actually fix and maybe remedy like, I don't know, a pest or something that I'm able to hose off naturally, like aphids or something like that, I'll go ahead and do it. I'm not just going to like let my garden go. But, um, you know, if you listen to the previous episode where I described spraying milk on my zinnias, you know, I'm a fan of trying some natural options to get the results I want. But I'm also realizing that that desperate need to fix things is also a huge shadow of my life and personality. And I'm a fixer. I really am good at helping people fix things, but I don't want to rob them of the experience of experiencing what they're going through. And so I have to often take my fixer hat off and say, here are some suggestions. Here's how I can help you, but not do it for them. But I digress. Coming back to the tulips. When I have noticed that I am going a little bit obsessive about what's going on in the garden or, you know, trying to solve things or fix things that maybe it's just nature, maybe it's just happening and I can't fix it. It's become the ultimate lesson because I can just realize, hey, you know what? That's something to note that happened. Maybe that bed has some soil that's not ideal. Maybe that bed just isn't prime for tulips. I don't know. Maybe the tulips just were not good from the get-go. And by allowing that lesson to sink in and learn from it, I've noticed that it's allowed me to come to this place of alignment and peace with a lot of other things. I don't go looking for problems. In previous years, if things looked a little weird in the garden, I would look for problems everywhere. Everything's going to shit is basically what I would start to think. Like, oh, it'll be terrible and whatever, whatever. And then come like June, August, whatever, the garden is looking insane, amazing, completely huge, producing fruit left and right, flowers everywhere. And, you know, I'm proved wrong. So what did that time where I spent worrying or just stewing or like frustrated about it do? It didn't do anything. In fact, it took me out of the moment of the beauty of this cyclical nature of this beautiful environment that I had at my fingertips. It distracted me from the beauty at hand and the beauty that would be. Worry always does that. Now, I'm not telling you not to worry about things. I'm not telling you not to look into problems because that is in our nature as humans. And if you're a fixer like me, chances are you know how to get shit done. You know how to make things work and you know how to make sure that nobody knows that it went wrong or maybe that people do know it went wrong and that you came up with an amazing solution. And so there's such beauty to that, but also like not letting it take over your life can be so critical. So this whole bed of tulips about, I don't know, about a hundred of them are not coming up and then like another 50 look a little rough. I'm disappointed for sure. And it'll be a whole year before I can have those tulips again. So the lesson is a long time in the making, and I'm just kind of letting it be. I've noticed, I've observed, I said, hmm, that's weird. Kind of dug in the soil, tried to see if I can see anything. But you know what? There's a mason jar of six tulips on my desk right now. 
and those tulips decided to bloom, they made it. And I'm not going to let the bed of tulips that did not make it ruin the beauty and the effort and the amazing miracles of nature ruin it for all of them. If you found this helpful and you'd like to share it with a friend, please do. It's always so helpful when you share my work and this podcast. If you'd like to comment, like, subscribe, you can do so on Substack. We can really have a conversation there. And if you're just listening to me on any other podcast platform, I appreciate you too. Think about this a little bit more. Where are you worrying about things that you cannot change? And how can you enjoy the beauty of the moment now? It's informing everything, and it can really make the difference in the long run when we notice this before it gets out of hand. I hope you're having a wonderful day and we'll talk soon.